Mike, it's uh, great to get back together here with you on another episode of the Hector Mike Experience, Common Sense in the Comic World. And I know we've got a lot of different topics we're going to be uh, covering today. And I wanted to kind of start off with uh, what seems to be a old playbook. Well, maybe not too old since it was done during the recall that is now being brought back out um, this, this past week. Um, and I'm going to read from Alexi over uh, Reporter. And this is kind of what he put on his Twitter on Zoom. The campaign on Zoom with campaign volunteers, Gavin Newsom accused the Republican opponent Brian Dolly of supporting the January 6th attack, not acknowledging Biden as president, and in quotes says, "This guy is Trump through and through." So it looks like uh, the Gavin Newsom and his team are bringing back his uh, "Like Trump" playbook. He did it against Larry Elder in the recall, and now he's uh, started off with the uh, the endorsed candidate from the California Republican Party. I, you know, I, I I saw a picture of Brian Dolly. I think Brian Dolly's hair is much better than Donald Trump, so I don't I don't think he's the same as Donald Trump. But it, it you know, you go to the playbook because it works. I mean, that's you know, that's the bottom line, and uh, it worked in the recall, uh, you know, and. Uh, it created the image of, of, you know, Trump against Newsom. Uh, the problem he has this time is that um, I don't think you have that same kind of environment. It, it was really actually was quite stunning to me. And this is no respect to Brian Dolly or, or any of the other Republicans that are running for governor um, in the June primary, that he would go out and say something like that, um, you know, to elevate uh, to elevate Brian or, or uh, you know, just lift him up in the sense of being in the same league. Um, you know, again, it's not a, a knock at Brian. It's just the political reality of it all. Uh, and so to, for him to do that, it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, I, I don't think people like him make those kind of political mistakes. You know, he makes mistakes on governing, but not political mistakes usually. And I think that might have been one of them. Uh, to do that. And, you know, he'll, he, he could try the, the Trump playbook all he wants. And, you know, the January 6th thing and, and uh, you know, it's like, but honestly, and, and, you know, nobody discounts what happened on, well, there are people that discount what happened on January 6th. I shouldn't say that. We saw a couple of them in court this past week. Um, but I think most, you know, most people on both sides of the aisle understand exactly what happened on January 6th. Um, and and condemn it. I mean, you know, it should never have happened. Uh, but the difference is it's a year plus since then. And in that year plus, the economy has shrunk. America has gotten several black eyes in foreign policy, several black eyes in the military. Um, in California specifically, you know, we, we celebrate when gas goes under $6 a gallon which is extraordinarily bizarre. We're being talked about now that there's no more water in California again. Um, you know, we have incompetence running rampant in government, whether it's, you know, a billion dollar computer that doesn't work or, you know, the EDD stuff with the fraud. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I think that's the stuff that people care about. You know, they go to the market and they can't find chicken for tenders. Or when they do, you know, the question is, what's more expensive, chicken tenders or your gallon of gas? 
it's pretty sad when a pack of cigarettes starts costing less than a gallon of gas or your chicken tenders, by the way. Um, so those are the things I think people care about. And, and so the whole Trump boogeyman thing that he wants to try and pull, I'm not sure it's going to work. Well, and we, we did talk to Brian, and you know he did issue out a statement, and he basically said, look, those, uh, those that uh, rioted over the, in January 6th should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. There were some individuals who were outside protesting, and, you know, if you were doing it um, under the law, then, you know what, you shouldn't be prosecuted, but those that did break in and, and cause the havoc, you know, they should be prosecuted. Okay. As to the second point of whether he acknowledges Donald, you know, uh, uh, Biden as president of the United States, you know, his comment is along with other people is, you know, well, of course, you know, we've got $6 a gallon of gasoline. We've got inflation, the highest it's been in 40 years. Yeah, every single day. We are paying for the fact that uh, Joe Biden is president of the United States. And so, yeah, I, I, everyone realizes it and everyone knows that Joe Biden is president of the United States because we didn't have this prior to him being in office. Right. And uh, and so, you know, those, good answer, by the way. Yeah. And he had so, a good answer for that. And as we as we put that those two questions aside, I mean. A lot of it is you've got a governor who's got a who's kind of going to face it's facing some some headwinds and part of it is as you mentioned not just the economy but we've got the highest homeless rate in the nation we've got businesses that are leaving i know it seems like a joke but you know remember about a month and a half ago where u-haul ran out of trucks mm -hmm. because we had so many people that moved out right i mean they just they ran out of trucks mm -hmm. and so you know we've we've got he's got a lot of these problems happening in the state not a lot of solutions um and the solutions have been, well, let's just throw more money at it. Let's throw more money at it. Like in the homeless situation, we, you know, they've allocated and have spent somewhere around $20 billion in the last three, four years to deal with the homeless crisis, but it's only gotten worse. Right. And so I, I think, I think part of what he, what Gavin Newsom did with his volunteers, obviously trying to rally up his volunteers, but I think he looks at maybe a Brian Daldy as someone who's just kind of the clear opposite of him. Here we have an individual who is, you know, business owner, a small business owner, who's a farmer, and is a state legislator. You know, he's a state senator right now who understands, kind of that gives him the ability to understand how government works. But at the same time, you know, on the weekends, he goes back to farming with his family, and he understands what it's like to have that small business. He's from a small town. He's does he doesn't have the uh, political elitism that uh, Gavin Newsom has, where he's had a lot of people kind of propping him up. And so Brian is also an individual who's kind of plain spoken. You know, he will he will call he will call BS when when it needs to be, and at the same time he will just kind of just give it to you straight. You know, I mean, and, and if he what, calls B, if he calls BS when when it's appropriate when it when it happens. He's a pretty busy guy then, because it's a hell of a lot of BS going on in the CA. Let me tell you. That there is. And, you know, the other thing that struck me kind of interesting is, you know, he's he's probably one of the only legislators I have ever met who knows how, who knows how to change a transmission, who knows how to rebuild an engine. And I got an opportunity to go with him over to Reading. Um, this was several months ago. And. We ended up at this Mexican restaurant, you know, just kind of off the road there. And he ends up ordering chile rellenos, which is kind of, you know, usually you go with the, with the normal one. It's like, give me, you know, a carne asada burrito, carne asada burrito, or give me some tacos. I love the taco bowl. Yeah, or the taco bowl. That's right. 
No, this guy orders chile rellenos. I'm like, good lord. I don't even order chile rellenos. I'm like, all right, let's, let's try mine. He goes, oh, there's only Hope you didn't have a long drive after that. No, we did. <laughs> but he's just, he just, he just a he normal, just, normal, good guy. I mean, just, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. You know, he cares a lot about what's, uh, what's happened in the state. Um, he cares about his family, and he's like, "Look, I've got, uh, I've got to do something to, to try to make a change, and, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run for, right. I'm going to run against Gavin Newsom, and why not?" Yeah. Well, and, and you know, certainly there's um, no shortage of things to talk about, um, and no shortage of solutions that need to be found because, you know, it's one thing to talk about things, but also find how do you fix them, and. That's, I think, what people are looking for is, you know, we know there's a homeless problem. We know there's a, you know, a problem of people sleeping on the streets and what it's causing to society. We know that we may have gone too far on, on some of this legislation um, on criminals and bail and um, penalties. We know we've gone too far, which, well, we haven't gone too far, as we'll talk about later, but... You know, some of the crazy legislation that passes the House and the Senate here in California that drives businesses away, like you mentioned, um, and people voting with their feet, leaving the state. Uh, you know, so, but the question becomes, who can fix that? And I think that's really the question that needs to be asked during this campaign is not just what, what the problems are, who can fix it? Who can put pull people together and fix it? Clearly... You know, the people that, that created the problem aren't going to be able to fix it because they don't even acknowledge that there's a problem there. They've had unlimited amounts of money to fix it. They still need more money. I mean, it's incredible when you think of, you know, $45 billion last year for a surplus and $27 billion this year for a surplus. And, you know, they still run around and support a death tax after you're dead because they want to, you know, they still need more money even though you're in the grave. Um, you know, I mean, it's just those kinds of things that w we know what the problems are, but we need a fixer. Um, and, you know, it, it's Gavin Newsom's not a fixer, um, you know, so it, it'll be, you know, the obvious challenge is name identification, money and all of that kind of stuff. But the fact that he, you know, I mean, I was actually surprised the fact that even Gavin Newsom had volunteers. I was like, <laughs> he's got volunteers for what? Um, but... <laughs> You know, he's got volunteers. And the fact that he would say that, I know I know it's like to gin up the troops and everything like that, but you would think he'd do it to gin up his troops, you know, talk about all the, the positive things that he's done right. and what have you. But, you know, I, I, I don't think that... Um, I think the Donald Trump card in California worked once, um, but I don't think it'll work again. And I don't think it'll work in an election where you're going to see in all likelihood a red wave that takes place because of what's happened on the national level. Well, and, and let me, let's, let's see on here on this topic here um, with, with the, um, with what's happened with Brian and, you know, and Gavin in this playbook is what is, what does Brian need to do? Does Brian need to go out there and talk about, you know, some of the problems, but offer some of the solutions or does he, does he go right after governor and, and say, you know, here we have a governor who does, two, you know, a couple of things very well. He he makes a lot of promises, and he knows how to run for office. But one of the one of the key ingredients is doesn't know how to solve these problems. You know, it, things have just gotten worse, and so 
you know, where where does where does someone like Brian Hughes, you know, is going to have a limited funds? He has been the first to admit and admitted several times. He says, "Look, I realize this is an uphill battle. It's going to be. A, it's he goes. It's you know, I I know he's the underdog, and he's admitted to being the underdog. As Brian has indicated, you know, every race that he's run, he's always been the underdog. But at the same time, he's a farmer, and realized nothing comes easy. It's just it's going to be through hard work." That he's gonna that's gonna look to defeat uh, Gavin Newsom, but you know what I, are some, what are some I think of the I think what he does is I I think people need to first people need to understand um, that we're, that it's not a it's it's not a lack of money in this state whether it's in you know classrooms or whether it's in um, homeless thing or or or, or crime. It's not a lack of money. They, they, we have more money than they know what to do with. So I think, you know, pointing out the fact, things that people that will resonate with people no matter what political party they are. He's, I think the first thing he's got to do is not just talk to Republicans. Uh, he's got to talk to Democrats. He's got to talk to, to decline to states. Um, I think that's number one. And number two is talk to them about things that, you know, just make no sense. If you're spending all of this money on on the homeless situation and it's only done and it's only gotten worse, why do you have the same people come up with the same ideas to spend more money? You know, it's it's got to be the point of, you know, the, and there's other things within state government. The EDD is one of them. You know, the fact that they pass this legislation that drives businesses out. You know, the, the fact that there's a legislator that thinks that people should work four days a week and get paid for five. Uh, you know, I mean, those kinds of things which normal people, regular people, regardless of party, look at and say, what's wrong with you people? And that's what he's got to talk to. And he's got to do it in places that, you know, um, are, are in a guerrilla warfare kind of state. Um, you know, situation because he doesn't have the money to play, you know, to go toe for toe. But I think he needs to tap into that. He has, he needs to tap into that sense of of almost on the national level. I think that's the problem they have. They've moved so far. It's not even a left and a right thing anymore. It's so far to the left that people feel uncomfortable with it. It's so far to the left that they've forgotten the issues that people care about. And and so when you have a situation in the country like you have, people get upset about that. Same thing in California. You know, people leaving, price of everything goes up, availability of goods goes down. Um, you know, you've got no no fix on water. You got no fix on wildfires. Um, you got government that doesn't work. Uh, so, I mean, that's the things that he's got to talk about that resonate across the board. It's about things that, that people look at and say, regardless of party, you know, we got to get something to fix, someone to fix this. And that's, you know, that's the way he's got to start talking about how he would fix it. Well, you know, several, several years ago, I, it was, uh, I worked for, for Univision for a long time, and we did a lot of um, polling, a lot of uh, survey work on, not just issues, but, you know, we sat down and, and uh, we had focus groups. We talked to individuals about what they cared about. And, in one of the studies that I remember, we looked at, um, we asked Hispanics across across the United States, what is it that drives them out to to go out and vote? 
And what we found by a large, large majority is that issues drive people out to vote, not the candidates. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's the issues and, and the way they're presented, the issues in, and the solutions that come with it. The candidate, you know, for, for um, I believe, if memory serves might now try to pull it out, it's, I believe it was somewhere about 24, 25% of people were driven by the candidate themselves, but well over 50% was, was uh, by the issues. And and that becomes a thing is that there's, you know, we, in California, you know, we've got, we're a diverse state, not just ethnically, but, you know, um, geographically, we're, land, you know, very diverse, you know, from San Diego, Central Valley, and Sacramento, San Bay Area. But there are certain things that, that kind of impact us all. And it's just a, the issues that you mentioned, you know, the homelessness situation, the cost of gas, the uh, inflation, and those are all things that impact you no matter where you live and no matter what ethnicity you are. And it it hits us all kind of the same. And none of it is new. I mean, that's the other part is, and and I think that's what people need to realize is it's not one day we woke up. It's not like the pandemic. You know, one day we went to bed and there's this thing go over in China and, you know, I, re- I remember it well in January of 2020, you know, it, it was like, oh, yeah, that's in China. That's not going to be a problem. Then in February or the end of, yeah, it was the end of February, you know, Nancy Pelosi was in Washington, D.C. And she goes to Chinatown in Washington, D.C. to, you know, say this is not an issue. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, we wake up and it's here and it's spreading. That comes out of nowhere. The stuff we're talking about, I mean, the homeless thing didn't happen yesterday. It's been happening consistently. It's been getting worse consistently. You know, the the spending that takes place and the incompetence that takes place, that's been, you know, consistent. The, the wildfire mitigation, that's been consistent. The inability to capture and distribute water in an equitable way so that farmers can farm and people can use water and all of that kind of stuff. That's not new. That's been going on since I moved out here 22 years ago. So none of this is new. The question is, have you had enough? I mean, that's really the question. Have you Californians had enough of the same problems not being fixed? You want to try something different? If you if you want to try something different, then try something different. If you want to you know, keep talking about something, then feel free to keep reelecting the people that you're electing because that's all you're going to do is talk about it. 